0: what's going on everybody and welcome back to another episode of sophisticated ignorance i am your host slim fly guy dy the prince of the six ds york and without further ado you know how i like to do let's go ahead and give ourselves a round of applause <laughs> if i knew how to whistle i'd whistle For, um disclaimer don't mind the drilling um, under construction that's all I'm gonna say about that um but welcome back to another episode of sophisticated ignorance um I like I'm, I'm glad you guys are um, listening I'm glad I'm back recording things have just been busy in my life um, I got a puppy recently I got a puppy um the thirteenth that was that Friday right last Friday. I got not not the one that just passed, um, the thirteenth yeah, which was Valentine's Day weekend. I had got a dog. Her name's Luna. She's the cutest little thing ever, Um but she's a handful, and that made me realize how much I don't want kids right away. Nothing, I don't want kids. Nothing's wrong with kids, but they're playing with it right now. But um, yeah. So, you know. Got a dog. She's a handful. She, um, yesterday was so funny. But let me tell you about this weekend. I'm just going to start with the weekend. So, I get off work on Friday. Got paid. Just got paid. You know what I mean? So, first of all, I woke up at 5.30 on a Friday. Or 5.45. Either way, before 6 o'clock, on a Friday. I woke up before 6 o'clock on the Friday on the free D. On the free day. I w- I woke up at. Before 6 o'clock. Now I was upset. I was livid. I, y- y- you couldn't imagine. But. I got paid. Right. So. I got paid. And. On Friday I was like okay got off work. Had to go meet up with my grandfather. Talk some business. That didn't happen. Whatever. Went to the mall. Got some shoes. Boom. I bought some Jordans. Now, if you have me on social media, you know I'm somewhat anti-Jordan. But I'm going to start getting back into Jordans because I think the way my style is going now, it's just a transition of just me stop wearing Vans and stuff. Like I said, I I love Vans and I still wear Vans, but I have bad knees. I should be wearing my sleeve right now. I have bad knees. So I have to wear stuff with a little bit of more arch support, so I wear my. I'm gonna buy some more Jordans. Um, yeah, so Jordans are very comfortable. I put them on. I got a. I got a ten and a half in the the thirteens. It's like the um, I don't know what the shoes is called. It's like deep royal or something like that. It was the O.G. shoe. It cost two eighty. The retail was one ninety. I wasn't upset about that. Now if it was like four hundred bucks, I'd be like, okay, hey relax (laughs) relax but 280 for those those came out two months ago that's a pretty good deal um it's on stock x it would probably be way higher and so i got a 10 and a half got a half size down because i knew the half size i didn't want them to crease and i know jordan's run a little bit tighter um so you always want to get a half size up depending on the shoe Somebody said that um, I was I was gonna buy some ones, but they said the ones were narrow. Um, they run narrow. My foot's narrow, so I didn't want them to um. I didn't want them to crease. In a, in a nutshell, I didn't want them to crease. I still don't want them to crease. I don't think they are gonna crease. Um, I bro, oh, let me tell you guys oh my lord. Speaking of thirteens, all I remember. Before they ever got ran down to the ground, I I had some... It was like... Not bread. Dirty Bread 13s. So clean. They're so clean. I'm not thinking of the pair. That's how clean they are. I had them for 8th grade? No, was it 8th grade or 6th grade? I think it was 6th grade. I No, 7th grade. It was 7th grade. I had them for 7th grade and I had them for 8th grade. And I remember that... They got so creased, like, I forgot my basketball shoes, because, you know, when you're 14, when you're 13 years old, you're not worried about hooping, you know, you're trying to get your first kiss, you ain't trying to, you don't really care about playing basketball, right, or or just remembering things like that, <clears throat> not a, you're not taking it in that serious, <clears throat> which I should have been because my family was paying for that stuff, but anyway, besides so the point, so, I, um, was like, okay, cool. I got no hoop shoes, but then the, my coach was like, "You're still gonna participate." I was like, "Bro, what? I'm not gonna participate in this garbage." But I did anyway, and I creased my shoes to make a long story less um long. I creased my shoes. My mom was livid. She said, "You're gonna wear them." I said, "Okay." But the crease wasn't that bad, you know. It looked like you just—it looks like a, a regular walking crease, like you just walked and you creased them too hard. That's what it looks like. But you never want to crease Jordans because it's leather. It's that pad leather. It's just that regular leather. It's good leather. It's good quality leather. You never want to crease them bad. You know, you only like crease basketball shoes. But even then, basketball shoes really don't crease. Because you're not wearing them all the time. You're just wearing them when you're hooping. So you gotta treat Jordans with like really, really extra care. Because you don't want them to crease super badly. So I think with these guys, and those were size 11 and when that happened. So I think with those with these guys at the 10 and a halves, I think I should be fine. Because, you know, they're not going to crease like that. And if they do, they're going to crease on my actual, like, walking part. And not, like, not like, and not have it look like I have air or room in the middle. You know, like, I have some room and this is too big of a shoe for me, so. um, But the selection, I got to choose from West Coast Boutique, in, uh, South Center, for those who don't know. Um, uh, I had gotten. I wanted to get an eleven. It just seemed like they had a more of a better variety of elevens. Ten and a half is the most common size, or a size ten is the most common size in men. So you would think they would have more of variety of ten and a half, but they didn't. It wasn't as big as the um, elevens, and they put the ten and a in the corner. I'm like, you put like the size thirteens in the corner. You never put a ten and a half or a ten in a corner ever. You never put them because you're not gonna sell as many thirteens as as many ten and a halves, ever in your life, you know, or or even twelves. Don't even carry thirteens in store. You're not gonna sell as many twelve size twelve shoes in ever. More than ten and a half, I bet I'll bet everything I have and be like and win because no one is wearing size 12s. No one wears size 12s. I I mean people do, but in a, in just a regular the average height's five nine. Uh, your feet grow in different shapes and sizes all the time. Totally fine. But you're not... If you're 5'9", I highly doubt that you're a size 12. I highly doubt that you're an 11 and a half. So, yeah. It's just the variety wasn't all that well. And those caught my attention in some nines. Caught my attention in the flints. Caught my attention. Those were all 11s. And I was like, i want to try a 10 and a half. 10 and a half fit pretty snug. But... My foot's not growing any bigger, and they'll stretch out over time. So I'm not too worried about it. But anyway, that was my day Friday. Came home. Oh, I wanted some Air Force Ones. They didn't even have... So I know South Center is the biggest mall in the state of Washington. I think w Square is second. But South Center is the biggest mall. Westfield, Sintuqua, right? By the airport. It's not really even by the airport. It yeah, it kind of is. It's down the hill from the airport, but um, I went to um, so I, I left West Coast Boutique and I was like, you know what, I'm in a shopping mood. Let me go get some Air Force Ones. Went to Champ. I was like, I like, I was like, I know they got some Air Force Ones. They didn't have it. I said, what the hell's going on? Now, <laughs> went to Foot Action. They didn't have it. I said, okay, what's going on? With the Foot Locker, didn't have it. I was so upset I wanted to burn down all three of the stores. I didn't know. I, I, I just, yeah! It just didn't make sense to me. I don't know why they wouldn't have Air Force Ones. Air Force Ones are the most popular shoe besides Jordans. I think so. And let me tell you why. No one's making a song. No one has ever made a song about um, Jordans. Stepping in my Air Jordans. I don't even sound cool. Stepping in my Air Force Ones. I need two pairs. Everybody needs two pairs. I got two pairs. I wanted to get a third pair. I couldn't get the third pair. But I was like, you're kidding me. You don't have Air Force Ones? Now, granted, I didn't ask. But I'm pretty sure what's on display is what you guys have in store. And you didn't have the most popular shoe. The song was multi-platinum. It made everybody buy Air Forces at that current era, like that current time. And you didn't have it. They're 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 even more popular now, I think, with all the off-white stuff and just the transition of just more business casual wear. Air Forces are like the new for business casual. Those are like the new slacks. I mean, the new um the new dress shoes as far as business casual stuff like that goes. Like for my generation, I think sneakers are the most. If you wear like a suit and you wear Jordans, that's business casual. Cuz you can take the blazer off and take off the tie and have the vest. You can still have the vest. You can have the vest, have the tie, but if not, take off the vest, have, unbutton the, the first button, business casual. because You have sneakers on still. So, I think with any suit, you're business casual with some sneaks. Some Jordans, some Yeezys. You want to be comfortable because dress shoes are not comfortable. I remember for homecoming, speaking of dress shoes, I remember for homecoming, I had some, the casket uh, cap or, uh, no, I had the monk strap. I had the monk strap and the, shoe, the name of the shoe was in the casket, but I had the monk strap and it was. It, I wanted the fit, but the bottom of the shoe was so slip, slick, it was slick. It had no type, it was a wood sole it had no type of grip, no nothing. Um, took pictures, and we walked across the field at the um, Bellevue uh, Park near the mall, and i was busting my head multiple times. I was, the grass was a little bit of wet, a little bit of wet. It was a little bit wet, and um, it was just hard walking on the concrete. It was really hard walking on the concrete, and I didn't want to bust my head just walking, you know. The dance was boring, but I was neither here nor there. Um, so, yeah, you know. But anyway, I went to those three stores. They didn't have it. I came back home. I sold, And then I was like, you know what? I don't really feel like dealing with work. So I called out. Um, watched the dog all day. Let me tell you about Luna. I love her. I named her. I love her so much that I named her. Luna... So she's a girl, obviously. She pooped. Now, we have pads. We have hardwood floors downstairs also. So if it happens, it happens. She pooped on the mat. Great job. A lot of poop. Then I put her on the second mat to to clean her. She had a little poop. She had a little boo-boo in her fur. So I wanted to get the boo-boo out of her fur. And then... She just uh, smelled it and stepped in it. Now, when I say stepped in it, I don't mean like I put my paw to see if it, what is it. No. She paw print. A full hand, like, imagine your full hand in some wet clay. And you just put your hand in the wet clay. That's what she did with the poop. She stepped, she sniffed it, and then stepped in it. Now. Yeah. All I gotta say is that. You know, you stepped in the poop. Like, what? Excuse me. I don't know why she did that. I was, I was, was oh, I was upset. That's what happened Saturday What happened today? Today's Sunday. I went to work. Work was cool. Got off work. So, you know what? I want to go to Target to get some toothpaste and some CeraVe. Now, they didn't have the CeraVe. I was upset. I threw the toothpaste where the CeraVe was supposed to be at. Went to Renton to get some some CeraVe. They didn't have it. I said, okay, now I'm going to blow up two more stores. I'm going to blow up five stores in one weekend. So I then I then I went to my uh, grandfather's house, discussed some business, got that done. Whippy, I was just I'm tired. I'm really tired. I don't know if you could tell. I'm tired. But that's what happened with my weekend. Before I get into the the topics of discussion, realistically, um, yeah. Before, so let me get into the topic. Let me let me get into it. Because so I was going to keep speaking about my weekend, but I don't want to keep talking about my weekend. I really don't. Oh, and I, I owe you guys a birthday episode. I'm sorry. I was supposed to upload. I was really thinking about uploading in, on my birthday, but it just never happened. So I will do a birthday episode in the next episode because I can. <laughs> it's my prerogative. So I'm going to do it. Anyway... So I was I woke up this morning and I was just like and I seen so woke up this morning, check my phone, check Snapchat. I seen this girl that I used to talk to, or just not even really talk to, just flirt with, try to try to holler at, you know. Me being young and naive. Uh, I'm still young and somewhat naive. But um I was like, she got a man. Now I know she had a man, but I was like, he he, he ain't me, so I don't count. And he really ain't that good looking, so it really don't count. Um, I sound like a super hater right there, but I'm happy, you know, if you're happy, I'm happy, I don't, I don't really care But, um, so I was like, dang, everybody in a a relationship but me One of my good friends, Latay, she's in a relationship, um, my boy May is in a, you know, relationship I, I think, I don't know, um, old girl's in a relationship, Old girls I used to talk to is in a relationship, all girls talk to is want to do. All girl that I used to talk to is in a relationship. So you you get it. Every girl I used to talk to it didn't it didn't happen the way it was supposed to happen. You know, I was listening to a Drake song and he was just said, everyone wants to meet me but no one wants to keep me. And that's how I feel right now. Everyone wants to meet me I'm like, "Oh my god, yeah, I'm not doing that. I want I don't want them to ever do that." You know, but no one wants to meet me. No, one, I mean no one wants to keep me. And I just, I feel like I be, I feel like I'm slighted I, like I feel like I'm snubbed. All Star Game, Dame Lillard snub, Brad Bill snub, getting snubbed out here. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm snubbed. Like it's crazy. It's just like, how am I? I'm probably one of the, I'm one of the realest dudes ever. And I get it. Somebody told my my barber told me, shout out to my guy E, he said that you're intimidating, D. And I was just like, what do you mean I'm intimidating? He's like, look at you. I'm sitting in the chair. I'm sitting right now. How oh, I was sitting in the chair. My legs are crossed. Now, he said, and an in, in, in older gentleman in the barbershop, he explained it. And I'm not gonna—I don't remember everything verbatim, but he did say that you come across as like you're hard to figure out, you're hard to read, and people don't like figure doing that and stuff like that. So they'll go with with some with what they know and, and what's easy. And I was like, that's that. And then he was just like, they don't have it figured out to understand that's how to break a dude down for real. And I was like, chicks really don't know how dudes don't know how to break a girl down either. But chicks for damn sure don't know how to break down a dude. I know they don't. They don't have to. That's why a chick does not have to break down a dude unless the dude is very, like, I'm not gonna say he's like me because if you're bad enough, I'll fold under pressure. I'll crumble. I don't care. I'll admit that. If you're bad like that, I'll, I'll fold. I will fold. You're just like that. If you're Beyonce, folding. If you're Rihanna, folding. If you're in my jama, jama, I'm folding like a doormat, like a lawn chair. I'm folding. Doormats don't fold, on your door but like a lawn chair, folding. Like some linen, you fold it. Like your clothes, I'm folded. You understand me? So. Depending on how bad you are, but majority of the time I'm not gonna fold. I don't care who you are. Majority, if you're if you're not bad enough, if you don't if you're not like really upper echelon, I'm not gonna fold. I'm gonna, I'm still gonna cross my legs. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you're just, I keep looking at this sleeve. Let me go get this real quick. It kept looking back at me, so I had to put it on. Um, yeah, if you're not bad, there's really no need to like. You gotta really try to break me down. And when I mean my breakdown, I mean just ask me questions. Get to know me, you know? It's easy. It's easy to get at a girl for one thing. You're on a consensual vibe. That's what you guys agreed upon. And sometimes I do got to go back to that. I just feel like it's just corny. It's played out because everybody's doing it now. It used to be... You know what's funny? How everything just does a 360. It used to be the... Doing girls bad is wrong. But now it's the good, It's the thing that's looked upon as like, you know, doing girls. Doing each other janky is like the thing that's like in style now. You know what I'm saying? For the ones that aren't in a relationship, doing each other wrong is like the thing to do. And I never understood that. I was like, you'll never get in a relationship by doing everybody wrong. Period. You'll never win. You'll never win because you're like, I don't like nobody. I don't trust nobody. But it's like, you did that yourself. You shot yourself in the foot because why did you even think that that was a wavy thing to do? That's not the coolest. That's not a cool thing to do. It's not. And they'll always be like, excuse me. And be like, nice guys finish last. But I'm like, yeah, but also nice guys get what they want at the end of the day. I'll be a nice dude if I get what I want, period. Most people don't even have the pride or or they can't put their pride aside to just be like, you know what, whatever you know what, I like this girl so much that I'm going to try to do, do right by her, or whatever the case may be. Nice guys finish last. Yes, I believe that. I believe they get pushed to the side at first. They get put in the friends on at first because they, they're not as aggressive, assertive, whatever you want the word for it. They're just not what you're looking for. That's what you want in the future, but you haven't gotten to that point in time to mature and grow up to get with that dude and see the value that he has and what he brings to the table. That's real. You know what I'm saying? And it's just it's just odd to me that everybody just thinks that the cool thing to do is be janky to one another. And I'm like, how y'all ever gonna get in a relationship? You wouldn't even know how to build a friendship. That's what, how relationships start, is a friendship. You want to know how to have a good, lasting relationship? Who's your best friend? And how long have you guys been best friends? That is also an intimate relationship. You know what I'm saying? And the person you knew the longest is like... That's like, you know... Not saying that's your boyfriend or girlfriend if it gets to that point. But if it doesn't, that's your best friend. That's, your life, that's, a life, that's another lifelong partner. But people think partner as in a sense of like... Oh, that's my, my my girl. Or my my dude. I just think... A partner, to me, be like... It could be my friend. That's what like, a partner is. You know what I'm saying? Like partner. Like you're my guy. You know what I'm saying? But I get the whole... It's another thing to say somebody's your partner. And this, that, and the third. I get it. So... I was just like, man... I can't believe I am not in a relationship. But, there's a caveat or a, a whatchamacallit, asterisk, footnote, whatever you want to call it. I was like, that right now in my life might be the greatest downfall of me. And when I thought about that, I was like, yeah, it is. Because I have a gang of things that I need to do. I have a list that I need to... uh, Look over And just put the things They're all pro- top priorities But there's also an order of how top priority they are um, It's like five or six things That I gotta just Go over before I go to sleep It's what, yeah So it's just It's just tough to be like Prioritized Putting something in that Requires time And Every time I get in the car And I think about this I always know how my first argument's gonna go. You don't want to spend time with me. and You don't seem like you're caring. (sighs) I'm trying to do something big. (laughs) I'm trying to. I'm trying to give you all the free time in the world when I'm done doing this. You know what I'm saying? And that's why it helps when you got someone who knows a grind, who knows a hustle. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> Excuse me when you when you got someone who is goal oriented, who's an ambition ambitious like me, I think that is very helpful. You will know what I'm going through because you're doing the same exact things that I'm doing. If you're not trying to build or grow and even we can build and grow together, if you're not trying to do that, then you're wasting your time. then you can go get with a bum. Because you're not for me, and that's for the birds. I, I don't have time for that. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like girls my age, just my peer group of girls, my peers that are girls, I, I, I think they're at that point in time where it's like, you know, they want to grow up. They want They want a relationship, but they don't know. They think they know what they need. I think that's the problem. I always have this conversation on here. I think they know what they need. They think they know what they need. But you should never seek what you need because you'll never get what you need. You'll get the polar opposite of what you need. You know what I'm saying? If you get what you want, if you seek what you want, it's probably going to be what you need the whole time. I want. If you says I need, you'll never get that. Need is too possessive. It's mine. If you say I want, you'd be like, "Well, I want a good dude. I want a I want a guy who's this, that, and third You start listening off, and then from, it's and vice versa. Dude would be like, "I want a chick that's gonna ride. She's good, good looking, good person. But blah, blah, blah. peoples are good. Blah, blah blah blah. Whatever the case may be, right? That's and then it turns into what you need, right? You need you want that. But when you give with person, when you up with that person who has what you want, it becomes into a need thing because now you guys are partners. You guys need to compromise and you guys need to communicate. And those things is what you were looking for the whole time. That might not have been like the things that you named up as far as just like your not standards, but preferences. But sooner or later, that will your preferences will change, and then that's you know what your preferences will be. Um, but yeah, that would be my first argument. You don't spend enough time with me. Time is of the essence. And if you don't fit into my schedule, then it just won't work. I can fit into your schedule all the wee hours of the day. But if I, if you don't fit in mine, that's where the problem lies. Like I said, I'll never cheat on my girl. I'll never do none of that corny stuff. Make her upset, make her jealous, make her cry. Like that stuff's stupid. It would be on some mutual, it's just not working out. And I'm not going to sit up here and be like, wait for me, to, for me to get it together or for me to, you know, make some, you know, whatever. I'm not. That's go- I don't know how long that's going to take, and I don't want you to wait. So, go ahead and, and do whatever you need to do. That's cool for me. And, that, and then bygones would be bygones, but that's how it would probably end. And it, it, it might be long. I, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not, I think physically and emotionally, my mind isn't there to be like, I want a relationship. My conscious is like, yo, I want one, da-da-da-da-da, but my subconscious is like, you don't really want one, you know? Not right now, at least, because I always tell myself, if I want a relationship, it's long-term and it's a lock. A contract. You're getting the Patrick Mahomes deal. You're getting 10 years and I need you you're getting 10 years, 503 million. You're getting that. That's the type of thing I'm looking for. Subconsciously is you know, you want to be one for one. You don't want to keep, you know, having a whole bunch of duds when it comes to relationships. You know what I'm saying? You tried, it failed. You tried, it failed. You tried, it didn't work out. You know, you don't want to have that all the time. So, when I do get one in a relationship, it got to be just the one. You got to be the one. And um, the way it's looking right now is just, you know, I'm just not really interested in anybody. Like I said, people are good looking. Don't get it twisted. I like looking at pretty girls. But in the sense of, like, me being with you, no. No. That's why my legs will remain closed and folded. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're gonna be if you're gonna I don't like it when chicks expect me to like drool over them. Like, no. That's the and that's like the biggest turnoff for me. You be like, I expect like you walk in with a... with a s like people walk in and choose how they um this say you tell someone's fake. What was my train of thought? People, people, when people walk in, and they give off this persona or this swagger or this energy that don't really seem like it, it's real, they're fake. They're all brash and loud and bold and talkative. It's fake. That's fake energy. They're probably not like that behind closed doors. They want to be like that, puff their, poke their chest down when people like, and they want people to be like, oh, look at them. And they say, hey, look at me, without even saying, hey, look at me. If you go into a room, like myself, and I don't like saying stuff like this about me, but whenever I go into a room, it's all lies on me. I swear to God, I kid you not. I'm driving to my grandma's house. I'm driving to my nana's house, and this dude, he was going the other way, opposite way, opposite side of traffic. He was just looking, he was driving, and he was just staring at me the whole time. And I caught him looking, he, I caught him looking, caught him staring at me. And I was like, why is he staring at me? And we're just driving. I get that all the time. I get it all the time. Everybody's like, oh, um, you know, you look like somebody I know. I have a mask on. How is that possible? You know what I'm saying? Like, that made no sense. But even when, before the mask and the pandemic, I used to get that all the time. You look like somebody I know. You sure I don't know you? I'm like, no, you don't know me, man. You don't know me. And I've been told that I've, I am intimidating by girls, by women. I have I have been told that. Women dig that. Women love that. I mean, man, when I say women, I mean like cougars like in their late 30s, early 40s. You know what I'm saying? They like that. You like, you know, they like that confidence and that young swagger. They like that. I don't know what it is. I really don't know what it is. You would think people, and I get it. People think having confidence is a bad thing. I don't know why people think that. I got have the confidence and the swagger to take over the world. I don't, and people think that's a problem. Everybody should have that. If everybody had confidence, no one would give an ish about what everybody else is doing. And that's a fact. If everyone had high self-esteem, no one would care about everybody else to make themselves feel better, to bully. They wouldn't do that, right? You wouldn't even care about what... I, my, my self-esteem and my confidence is so high, I do not care about what you got to say about me. I don't, know, I don't even care about what you're doing. That's how high my confidence and self-esteem is. I don't care. You can say something bad about me, I still wouldn't care, dude. And it would be water under the bridge. You create your own enemy, you create your own demons, you create your own monsters, and you create your own narrative and your own story. You create that. So whatever it is, if someone talks negatively about uh, about you, and you feed into it, it the it, it, the entity and the monster grows bigger. If you're like, I don't care about what you said about me. I have nothing. I I know it's not true, so I won't, I don't even pay attention to it. And they'll be like, it's just a rumor that just died off. Give it a few days. Excuse me. It'll die off. So that's the energy I give. I give off that realness, that confidence, that swagger. And that is scary to some people. You know what I'm saying? It's really scary. And I'm trying to work on just not being, I don't know how to not radiate. I do not know how to. I do not. I don't know how to not radiate. I do not know how to not radiate. I glow. I just. I glow. I'm sorry. You can't tell a, a firefighter to stop glowing. You can't tell them that. You can't tell that to them. You can't tell the sun to stop shining. That is it's never going to happen. You know what I'm saying? And. I get it, I don't get why people are intimidated of me, um, when I open my mouth, I'm a good dude, I don't really care, I just don't care about what you're doing, because people stare at me, I never stare at, I I catch them staring at me, but I never like look them uh, down in their face, I never do that, I don't care enough, I'm like bro, I look at you, okay cool, whatever, keep it pushing, you know? But back to the relationships, it all tied in together, but I wanted to get back to the main point. I think when the time's right, it'll happen. I just think that I don't know. I feel like I'm, I'm starting to become the odd man out, like it's another tier beyond relationships that I have that I've reached. Cause I know once I get a girlfriend, like she she's not gonna, she's gonna feel bad if she does something wrong to me. She'll feel bad, and I will feel bad if I did something wrong to her. I'm not gonna sit up here act like it's just a one way street. But I would never even have that thought in my brain. Because, like I said, it'd be different if I had like multiple girlfriends and stuff. If I have one girl, if I became committed to one and was like I'm committed to just one. I've never been committed to one. It's my first one ever. You'll be like, okay. She wouldn't even. T- p- t- it don't get any better than this, and I mean that. I don't, I don't, I don't do anything that rings alarms to be like I worry about him. you know, like, well, the quiet ones you got to worry about. I'm like, I go home and I go to work. Occasionally, I go out. Okay, occasionally I go out. Other than that, you have nothing to worry about. When I go out, it's with my homeboy. I don't be going out talking to Like what? Like what? So yeah, no. I I, I when the time is right, I'll get a I'll be in a relationship. I'll be happily committed. I'll be fine. And but I be but it's not get it twisted. I'm not gonna sap... You know and and the reason why before I get into that, the reason why I want to be in a relationship is I wanted to bring out another side of me it's more about it's i want to be in a relationship for selfish reasons I want like when you get in a relationship it's selfish it's never what I want to build yeah. it's never it's what I you just said I you know what I'm saying it was not when you get in a relationship it becomes about you another person it's a partner partnership companionship whatever right so that's when it becomes about we but when you are seeking one it's about i i i i i and that's fine you get into a relationship for selfish reasons people want to people get into a relationship so for some reasons that they think that a person can help them find themselves and that's totally fine that's a, and that's a good valid reason to be in a relationship i want to be in a relationship because i think it can help me with my emotions I'm not a very emotional dude. I wish I was. Not in the sense of like, being super, 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 super emotional. Um, But I wish I was emotional. I wish I cried. I wrote a poem about me not, about me crying, but not, I never shed a tear. And one day, actually today's the day. I, oh where's my stuff? all this junk on my desk is this the book this ain't the book that's too thin this is the book right here I'm gonna read a poem I want to read a poem um every episode after every episode I want to read a poem to you guys and I have man it cuts deep I got all these poems man you know what I'm saying there's some I can't read on here because it's 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 my my when I put the book out you going to be like, the people that that is for read the book, they're going to be like, oh, my God, you know, they're going to be like, there's no way that it was meant for me. I, I put it down. I, it's script. It was written. Like the Holy Grail. You read the, if you get a hold of this book before I even publish it, it's the Holy Grail. There's only one copy of this book, bro. Only one copy. Understand me? And I wrote, I remember, I'm so, I'm so cold-blooded. I wrote one poem that was interchangeable between girls. So whenever whenever I was like, you want me to write a poem for you, i send them the poem that was just too fly. It was too fly. I would send them that poem. Like, three girls have, like, the same poem. I'm like that. All I gotta say is, I'm like that. And fellas, that's how you do it. You... You wanna like figure it out how to write. That's how you do it. If you if you write poetry and you know what I'm saying, and, and every girl is unique, but you gotta write one that's just so it could just speak to any of them. That's bars right there. That's fire. If you can talk, if you could write a poem, or a, a whatever song, paint a picture that can talk to everybody and not just one particular person. You win, cause you can mass produce that one thing. I'm trying to find it. This is ridiculous. I'm so just, wow, just a sap. Uh, you should have just, some people should just slap me in the face. I'm trying to find the poem. I can't find it. I've written so many. Here it is. And this one, I found it. I found it. It was. It's hard. I wrote it, I wrote it like two years ago. You know? I shed so many tears. Uh, okay, <laughs> I shed so many tears. That's how. That's how. That's how I um felt. You know, Tupac. I I got inspiration for the poem through um Tupac. I shed so many tears. If I survive before I wake, please God, grab take me to heaven. I'm getting that tattooed on me, but um. Yeah, I just think for me, being selfish, that's one of the reasons why I wanted a girlfriend. I feel like they could bring it that side of me, that I know that's in me, and I try so hard to work on it. Um, But I think having someone else to look after... I mean, I look look after my family, but when I look look after my family, it's... I'm a general. I'm a a soldier um, where I'm at war. I have to protect them at all costs. You know, but when... Obviously... You know, and there's no emotion, there's no feeling, this is what I think is the betterment of my people and the direction I want to lead them in and guide them in. But I also know that I have to be somewhat emotional and to help others. And um I think that's very important, you know. And um so just having that and I think a girl like-minded, ambitious, you know, goal-oriented, has a dream, has a vision, and wants to achieve it at all costs. I think that's very important for me to have that. And it just brings another dynamic, you know. Cause there's nights where I talk to myself and I'd be like, damn, no one's listening, you know? Like how do I how do you talk to yourself and how do you sort out your own problems by talking to yourself? You are your, you are you. You can't. Talk your problems out all the time. You're going to need some uh, diagnosis and just a whole other, different type of breakdown and I think that can help me as well. Help me with my thoughts. I think a relationship would help me out with my thoughts a lot. It would actually be a perfect distraction because it's something that I want. It's what I. It's a wanted distraction. It's something that I need to cater to and focus on. And I'll give my hours of the day to my girl. It wouldn't just be a I need a distraction from work because I'm work, 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 27. I'm a robot. I'm a robot. I'm a robot. I need a distraction. That's not what it would be like. It would be on some, it's a wanted distraction. It's a welcome distraction. She's like, hey, let's go watch a movie. Okay. And I've been working for a long time. Put it down. Put the laptop down. Put the, the notebook down. Put the mic down. Put your phone down. You're taking notes. Put it down. Just stop for a minute. Stop looking for inspiration. Just stop and just focus. You know what I'm saying, and I think that's the biggest thing. Um, just focus, and once you are off task, excuse me, and once you are um, once you refocus, you get back. You, you know, you work harder and you're even more sharp. And I think that's perfect for what I need. That's what I. That's what I would like to have. And... Yeah. So I just think that's one of those things that I yearn for and I'm looking for. But so my subconscious so will always outweigh my conscience. I think the, I just think my, my brain's bigger in the back. I don't know if that's true or not. But, um, is is it the same size? It's like two of your fists, like both your fists, right? That's what they say. But there's no way my brain is like that small. (coughs) I got bigger hands, but you would think, I have big hands, but you would think that your brain would be a lot bigger than just like both your hand, both your fists combined. I don't know who said that. You know, it leaves you lying to us. But anyway, moving on. To my other my other brother, who the the man of many rants, Mr. Mr. West, is in the building. And Kanye West is divorcing Kim Kardashian, or vice versa. Kim is divorcing Kanye West. Let's give a round of applause for Kanye West. <laughs> he got out of there. He got out of there. He got out of there. I appreciate Kanye a lot. I think he's misunderstood. I think people People, people are like, I'm done with Kanye. But they still give Kanye second chances. You know what I'm saying? And he's coming home. The Forgotten Brother is coming home. The Prodigal Son is coming home. I love Kanye so much. Kanye is one of my favorite artists. Kanye is one of those guys that you look up to. And you, just get, you get the inspiration and the ideas from him. And he's just a genius. You know? And I, and I think he understands and he gets life. And all that Trump stuff and MAGA, whatever. I don't, you know, people go like, well, he believed it. I think that was a phase. And he believed the slogan. He didn't believe the man. Donald Trump's way of making America great again wasn't the way Kanye, you know, thought the slogan was how the slogan should have meant. You know, the slogan, I'm pretty sure what I think because there's only one way to be like this is what Kanye meant by the slogan. Cuz so people are just looking at the slogan for what Trump means, but I think for the Trump the, the meaning behind what Trump made it, you know, made it, I think Kanye's meaning was make it great again. Like make America great again or make America just great. Period. And, I could call it the MAG campaign, I don't know. But look, you know, he was probably talking about more inclusive stuff and just about how to make the world better, environmental things, and stuff like that. Like That's what probably he was pushing, his agenda that he was pushing. I don't think that's what everybody thought. Obviously, with Trump's definition and meaning, Kanye had a whole different meaning about world peace and the country being at peace and... People getting along, kumbaya, yada yada, so on and so forth. But, like I said, people associate MAGA with Trump, and then Kanye wore the hat, and da 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 da. I think that's what Kanye meant by making America great again. And people are like, well, Kanye wanted to run for president to siphon votes from Joe Biden to give it to Trump. But if Kanye was running for president, then... He would get the votes. You know what I'm saying? He would get the votes. Not Trump. Excuse me. It's not Trump's campaign. Kanye's not a part of Trump's campaign. So there's no way for Kanye... And I get people like, well, if Trump ties out, then he wins. I'm like, if they're not close to like voting... I'm pretty sure they have to, like, re-vote or something like that. I don't even know how that works out. If if there's no... If there's, like, a three-way draw, but there really couldn't be a three-way draw because you can't divide... Um... Two... What is it? 270? Yeah, 270 divided by three. 90? You can't... So if everybody had 90 votes, but... You can't do that. I'm not good with math, so I don't know why I said you can't do that. But, um... (laughs) You can't, I don't know. I don't know how it'll work. Um, 90 electoral votes between three of them, that'd be be crazy. Um, They'll probably like a tiebreaker or something like that. Write the best thesis on why you should be president. I don't know. Probably something like that. Um, He ran for president. I and I like the thing he said, his statement about why he ran it and he wants to hold everyone accountable to love. I like that. I like that a lot. And I agree with that. That's a good thing. That's like a cool, like, you know. And for people to be like, Kim wanted to Kim, when he said Kim wanted to abort the baby, North, that's when I knew he was just raw. Kind of, and he cried. That's what I'm that's what I mean. He cried. Like he cried. And that's probably I'd probably cry if I said that. I, that's, some, that's some tough stuff. That is some crazy stuff to say. And everybody's like, he shouldn't have said that because da-da-da-da. that tells you the type of parent you would be. We withheld information about my child's life. That that's that information is detrimental. Once North finds out what an abortion is, she might not even want to look at Kim the same. And everybody's like, well, why would you do that? You don't want to withhold anything. It's like, why would you tell if you adopted a kid? I know this is a totally different example and analogy. But if you adopted a kid, why would you tell the kid that he's adopted? That makes no sense. Ignorance is never bliss. You have to know sooner or later. Ignorance gets you killed. So is naivety. So don't be naive, and don't be ignorant about stuff like that. Because what? Because what if somebody's like, you don't even know, you don't even know who your real parents are. And what do you mean? You don't even look like them, and you're adopted. You're adopted. You don't look like them. Who do you think your real parents are, huh? Don't even have a clue. They be like, why don't you tell me, bro? I don't know how to say it. Wait, I'm I'm 18. I'm I'm 17. I don't. I don't know. You, just say it. you just say it. You just say it. You just say it. You know. And with the whole abortion thing with uh, North and that family, that is what, he shouldn't have been on that platform, but he he should should tell her. He should tell her the real truth. Not just on some rant, I'm crying and I say it. It should be on, we have to sit down. Your mom wanted to do this. Why is your mom, I don't know. I wanted a family, because that's detrimental to him. You understand how much power? If Kim wanted to get that baby aborted, Kanye wouldn't have a family. Or he wouldn't have as large of a family. And honestly, if Kim would have done that, I think he would have divorced her way back when. You know what I'm saying? And everybody's like, "Oh, well, they've been seven years married and all of a sudden they called it quits. I'm like, Kanye West. Excuse me. It's a long pause. He's an ellipsis. I yawned, but excuse me. Kanye West is one of the greatest minds of my generation. I believe so. A lot of people will be like, "No, he's not." Da-da-da-da. He is. He just. He just is. I appreciate Kanye West. I appreciate everything he's trying to do. I because I understand. I've been crazy. I've been called crazy. I've been ridiculed. I've been all that under the sun. I know Kanye. His, his heart's in a good place. I know that. You know? And I like how, he, how freely he's able to speak his mind. And not because he has all the money in the world or whatever the case may be. He just wants to speak his mind. Because he can. That is way more powerful and potent than anything he's ever said. You guys are looking at what the words he's saying, but you're not looking at the action that he's actually taking. He's kind of telling people how to just speak their mind. And whatever consequence is whatever consequence. When you tweet something, he doesn't have enough time to articulate himself and what he means. It's just I tweet it and I put it out there and that's it. And if I ever get asked, if I ever have an interview and they ask me about this tweet, then I can articulate myself and then all of a sudden people don't look at me so crazy anymore. That's the cycle with Kanye West. He tweets something, rah rah rah, ruffles some feathers. Has an interview, multiple interviews, press run, whatever tour. He explains the tweet. People are like, oh okay. Some people are not looking at him crazy anymore. That's what happens with Kanye West. I, I don't understand it. I mean, he was never crazy. All he needed to do was explain himself. He can't explain himself. If there's like, if there's like, what? I don't, I don't. 140 plus characters is not enough, and I, and the plus runs out somewhere. It's not Facebook. Even Facebook has probably has a character limit. Probably like a thousand characters. So, Kanye. Very misunderstood. And he's smart. He's a smart man. He's highly intelligent. You know what I'm saying? He's highly intelligent. But, I think Kim wanted to break up with him anyway. It was time for them. He thinks the presidency put a strain... I think it been put a strain. I think, and everybody's like, "Well, Kim stuck through him, by him, and da 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 da." I'm like, "That's what a wife's supposed to do." I don't know what's going on. If Kim, if Kim had the same things as Kanye was going, going through, she would do the same thing. I don't know. I can't speak on that because I don't know because it never happened. But I know when she got robbed, he stopped everything and helped her out, and did what he was supposed to do as a man. He wasn't there with her; he was doing something else, probably on tour. She got robbed. He stopped the tour and to his wife and his children. If his children were there. Or his wife. Like, that's what he's supposed to do. That's what he's supposed to do. And I think she's quitting. And Kanye, I don't know. I think he. I think. I think Kanye's done with her. I think they're just. It's time for them to move on. I. I. I honest. Honest to God, I really don't know why she. I don't know why he even put up with that. I would have never got with a Kardashian. Excuse me. I don't know why I'm yawning and talking at the same time. <laughs> um, I would have never got with a Kardashian. If I was gonna get with a celebrity, it gotta be like a Rihanna. Now I know he's like forty, and she's like up there. She's around his age too. So maybe not a Rihanna. But who's ever, like, 30 or, like, in their mid-30s or in their... Like, anybody but them. You don't date a Kardashian. You don't date a social leech. That's what they... That's how they made a life. Their mama was clout-chasing. I had an argument with this not too long ago. They were like, they're not how they're clout-chasing. I'm like... The Kardashians are the biggest cloud chasers in the history. They invented cloud chasing. Chris dated the lawyer, married the lawyer, had kids by the lawyer, left the lawyer. Lawyer worked on the OJ case. Left them right after that. Probably a few years and then left them. Or her name was attached to it because it's wife. And they were close to the they were close to OJ Simpson. Boom. Then she got with an Olympian in Bruce Jenner at the time. That's Caitlyn now. Got with the Olympian. Had kids by the Olympian. Divorced the Olympian. Has her own talk show. Boom. And guess who is the second? Who's the second clout chaser of all clout chasers? It's Kim Kardashian. She's probably the number one. She's bigger, way bigger clout chaser than Chris. Way bigger clout chaser than Chris Kim Kardashian slept with she worked with Brandy that's how she met Ray J slept with Ray J put the sex tape out That's how she got famous. You want to know how your mom got famous north I want Kanye to break it really break down the social family like the hierarchy of the family and why they move this way. They all got famous well Chris was got more famous off Kim. But Kim... That whole dinner family got famous off of her doing porno. For some men, that's not... You can't even look past that. She got her body done. First of all, she got her body done and then got with all these celebrities and athletes. And then she got with the biggest... Arguably the biggest artist quite possibly of my time. She got with him has kids by him, and then divorces him. Huh. Why would you want to get with that? I'm not saying there's something to be said about a history. And there's something to be said about every time you break it with a dude, you get more famous. I don't know how this happens. I really don't know why this happens. Kim's way more famous. Kim's going to be famous again. Not even famous. But she's going to be talked about in the news again. Because she divorced. like uh, I said, the arguably the greatest musician of my time. She is going to be more relevant. She's getting more. F- and and that, it's a pattern. So I'm happy Kanye West is like, I'm done with her. I'm genuinely happy. Kanye should not have gotten with that girl. Now I can't tell another man what to do and what not to do. But I know people. And the way I just explained, and I broke and I broke down that ladder, and then everyone just followed suit. The only one that didn't follow suit was Courtney. But Courtney got with a um I think he's a fashion designer. And Scott broke up with her, I think. <laughs> so he was like, "Whatever. I don't care." And they're still cool. Like, what? Um, and she dates Travis Barker, so yeah, she's more low key than those guys. Chloe, Dale, Lamar Odom, French Montana, James Harden, Tristan Thompson. Has a kid by Tristan Thompson. She's gotten more famous because of Tristan Thompson. Broke up with, I think she's, I don't know if she's with him or not. I don't know. And then Kylie got with Tyga. At the time, was pretty popular and was a relevant name in the hip-hop game. Then she got with Little Kid Cuddy and Travis Scott. And has a kid by him more famous than Travis Scott. Travis Scott was more famous. Now, I can not say more famous because she was a Kardashian-Jenner. Or hyphen Jenner. But Tra- no one was more famous, popular than Travis Scott. At his run, what was it from? For like twenty fifteen to like twenty eighteen, he's still on the run, but he's doing more marketing stuff and stuff like that. He's relevant, so he's still he's still on his run because he's still eating off of Astro World. But um, he come on, and then. God with Travis Scott had the baby a year later. She's a billionaire. How does this happen? I don't know. I don't know how this happens. They do this. The Jenners and the Kardashians are just toxic. Cancerous, toxic. If I'm... Ray J did the right thing. Ray J got more famous off the Kardashians. Everybody else that dated a Kardashian has, like, not been famous anymore or not been relevant. Ray J had, was hosting shows and had the beanies and has his earbuds. Like, Ray J is, like, people still talk about Ray J. Lamar Odom, he doing crack and stuff and cocaine. And Tristan Thompson ain't been the same since. He got with Khloe. He on a different team now. Reggie Bush, retired. Got with a Kim Kardashian lookalike. Like... Chris Humphries done and fell off the face of the earth I don't even know what he's doing anymore He's just Everybody's like the music's about to be And everybody's like the music's about to be fired With Kanye I'm like He probably It probably will be fired Because he'll probably get a lot of stuff off his chest That he wants to say And they don't be like it was confidential so You can't say that stuff I'm like who said I couldn't We're not together no more I don't care. You broke up with me. Remember, this was your doing. You wanted to do this because of whatever reason. I think Kim's gonna regret breaking up with Kanye. Like I said, Kanye talks, and when he when when he explains it, because he'll be like, "Chris is racist," and he'll be like, "What? Happened? Why? Chris is racist? What do you mean?" And then he'll get on. He'll get a mic. Someone's gonna give him the time of day and platform and explain what. And explain all of that. And explain the whole family dynamic and all of that. And let's not forget, Kim. Because Kim thinks you're so far removed from the, the porn. You're not. You're not. When did that video come out? I want to know when that video came out. It came out like in the early 2000s. The video is not even 20 years old. You're not far removed from it. Your kids will know what you did to get famous. And they'll know everything about everything else. What they'll hear about Kanye is that like, oh, your dad had mental issues. And he had to go to a a hospital. And he had to this, that, and the third. And that's all they hear about Kanye. And that's some... And it's sad to hear about Kanye. What you're doing is trifling. I don't... What you did? Trifling. And then... Kanye was like, Meek cheated on her. I I don't know how true that is. Meek, Meek, uh, Kim cheated with Kanye. Cheated on Kanye with Meek. I don't know how real that is. I don't see why you would lie about something like that. That just doesn't make sense. Why would you lie about that? And Meek be losing brain cells left and right. So I don't know what's going on in Hollywood. It's not for me. It's too political. Kanye... Happy for you, my brother. Um, you're doing, you know, you you getting better. You getting, you getting, you getting to, you getting right. Cause we all would like to have another watch the throne, and we would like another have another Kanye West album, a Kanye West classic. We would like to have a Kanye classic. We're missing you, man. We miss you, Kanye. You're back, Kanye. We don't miss the old. Kanye. I, I don't miss the old Kanye. I just miss Kanye. Period. You know what I'm saying? The very smart man. One of my favorite. Artists ever And um Kanye and Kim Are no longer a thing Whippy Whippy yippy Um so before I go I want to read the poem to you guys I want to read the poem The poem is called No Tears It says I cry But I never shed a tear no fears just goes as I sit alone and ponder about my peers, but when I cry, it's from the bottom of my heart. This way gets sappy. I knew I wanted you to myself from the very start. I cry because I've seen what the world's supposed to be like. I look at the world and see a false reality. brothers and sisters locked up trying to make an honest salary if you don't get that selling drugs. I don't cry for myself that's too selfish. I cry for the minorities that make up the prison population because they're helpless. I cry because people want me to be more than just some statistic. I cry because one day I'll die alone. These are some thoughts, these are some of my thoughts that I carry in my head. I cry, but I never shed a tear. That is deep. It cuts through. I cry, but I never shed a tear. And with that being said, if you listened all the way up until this point, I deeply appreciate you. It's a, it was a pleasure. It's an honor. You guys are awesome. I love talking to you guys. And with that being said, all the accolades, not even accolades, but the appreciation-ness, it's a word, created it, not really a word. Um my gratitude, all that being said, this has been another episode of Sophisticated Ignorance. I'm your host, York Slim, Fly Guy D.Y., The Prince of the Six, and that is about it for me. I will talk to you guys later. Peace.